Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 159 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to get an update about Melanie's Kitchen Island situation. It's very exciting. I'm going to talk a little bit about a fun football memory our family made this past weekend. And we're also going to hear about Melanie's recent trip to a San Antonio Spurs game because she's fancy. Before we get to all of that though, I just want to remind you that if you are interested in some of the things that we mention on our podcast, you can find a lot of them in our Amazon shop. And it's so simple. You just go to amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. That's amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. And you will see many of those items. You'll even see a little kind of comment icon up in the top right hand corner of each picture. And you can click on it and see our comments about it. It's kind of fun. So, Amazon.com slash shop slash Big Boo. And as always, thank you so much for being here with us. And we hope you enjoy episode 159. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And Melanie has been working on her island I have been working on my island. If my if my voice sounds a little scratchy, it's because I have inhaled approximately four thousand pounds of sawdust uh, this morning. So we started bright and early. I got up this morning. I was barely even coherent. Of course, Perry had already been up for two hours because he's like a little kid with daylight savings time. Mm-hmm, and so when mm-hmm. I rolled out of bed at seven thirty, he was ready to go. And he's like, "Get your coffee, get settled. We're going. We're starting." And I was like, okay. So like I was still in my pajamas. I didn't have time to think it through. My job was to hold the shop vac while he was sanding with the power sander to hopefully suck up a lot of the sawdust. Okay. Um, That plan worked marginal at best. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you that... (laughs) <laughs> my Reagan Bush 84 sweatshirt that I like to sleep in is now covered in sawdust. It may never be the same. And mm. um, yeah, so my hair, I had just had a fr- I had had fresh hair as of yesterday, and now it's covered in sawdust. Um, I can't quit blowing my nose and coughing up sawdust. And then we had to do a complete like wipe down of our dining room, our living room, vacuum, sweep, everything to get all the dust up. Well, I will tell you, I cannot even imagine because my whole house, just from our bathroom where they have, um, you know, they tiled and then they've, they've, well, they ripped out, they've tiled, they've ripped out. Now they've tiled again. They've cut tile and then they have, um, they have re, like they've, they've put that Duroc up in places, they've sheetrocked some in places, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, and my whole house is covered in this thin white coating of dust and I don't know how it will ever be clean again. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine just straight sand and wood all day, what that would do. To- yeah. Mm. I'm going to tell you, it's not good, but the good news is, so we did that. Then Perry helped me clean it all up. So we cleaned up all the dust. We wiped everything down as best we could. The kitchen countertops, the living room, the dining room, we vacuumed, we did the whole thing and we have now applied the first coat of stain on the island. So all we have left after I'm finished here, we will then put a coat of the varnish or the clear coat or whatever. So it'll be worth it because yeah, it'll be worth it. It's just labor intensive. Just one coat of stain. That's all y'all are doing. 
one coat of stain is all we're doing because I don't want it any darker. It's a walnut stain. It's verithane. Mm-hmm. It's a walnut color. And I just want that one coat because I don't want it to be too dark because with one coat, you see like the texture and it has different colors in the wood. And if we go mm-hmm. two coats, then the whole thing is going to be dark. But now because the island looks so good, it has me eyeing my dining room table, <laughs> which is... And so it goes. And so it begins. But the dining room table, you know how my house is where it's like it's all open, you know, where it's like living room, dining room, kitchen. And so now my dining room table, which I've noticed we've had, I mean, we've had that dining room table. I want to say it was our first major newlywed purchase, like other than our house. We bought it like probably six months after we moved into this house. I mean, I felt like a grown up buying a dining room table, yes, right? Man, I mean, that's a, that is a mm-hmm. grown-up purchase. Um, and I will say that 27-year-old me did a good job because I still really like it. Like, it's a farmhouse table. I really like the style. It's got ladder-back chairs. I still like it. So I don't want to replace it. But the top has gotten really scratched up over, you know, as something will over 22 years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was looking and I told Perry, I said, do you think we could sand that down and stain it? Because it's kind of a similar, it's that dark wood. I said, do we think we could do that? And he was like, yeah, but we'd have to do the chairs and the legs and the whole thing. I said, well, then forget um, it. I said, for, yeah. fine, forget it. I said, I, I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. I said, if we can Mm-mm. just do the top of the table. And he's like, well, it's not going to match exactly. And I said, I don't care. I said, it'll be close enough. Nobody's going to, the lighting's not that good in there. It'll be fine. Right. And nobody, I mean, I feel like you see so many things now where, you know, people will have a table and then their chairs don't match exactly or whatever, you know? Yes, it's fine. Um, Mm -hmm, No. It's fine. And those chairs are, they're kind of that country French. So they have all these like curves and I'm like, we can't even begin. I said, at that point, it's not worth the time. I said, we'd be better off trashing this and going buying a new dining room table, which I don't want to do. So, um, I said, we just need to see about redoing the top of this deal. So you feel confident now that once you get that clear coat on it, you're not going to have those sticky places anymore on top of the island. You feel good about it? We do feel good about it because we've done our research. We have been meticulous. We were led astray. Actually, I was led astray by, I'm sure, what was a well-intentioned lady at the paint store who told me, Mm -hmm. she gave me bad information. Well, Uh, I hope you've been by to tell her. (laughs) They're they're out of business. (laughs) So that tells you all you really need to know. That that, that does tell a tale. (laughs) Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because I tried to Google them because I was going to call them and say, hey, what was the name of that stain that y'all recommend for whatever? But they are no longer in business. So, Karen, I appreciate your advice, but you were wrong. Um, I also think maybe we didn't let it set up long enough. So it could have been user error, too. So now we know that we need to put this coat down. The, The real tragedy in all this is I can't cook dinner for like the next three nights. And, you know, I'm super, I'm all broken up. I'm so sorry. If y'all would just keep Melanie in your prayers. I know. Mm. I'm all, it's like when your oven wasn't working. I'm all broken up about yes. that part of it, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So how, how is the bathroom? Well, I'm going to tell of? you, I'm going to tell you the last week they finished the, the second new shower that we've had mm-hmm. and it, it really, it's beautiful. So the, um, the, the new guy who came and did the tile did such a beautiful job and, I mean, it's just, it's exactly kind of what I thought it would be. And so last week they were supposed to bake the doors, you know, that go all okay. around it, the glass. So my guess is those will go up sometime this week. And then this morning, our contractor emailed me to see what color paint we wanted on the walls and on the vanity, which I had settled all that with my friend Grant. Uh-huh. And so they've got to order our vanity top, the countertop. And, but we've already picked that out. Oh, we good. picked the quartz out for that. And so we're kind of, we're getting close. I mean, you know, they've got to put the, 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 the actual, uh, what do you call it? Like the plumbing pieces on the shower. What do you call that? The hardware? So yes. that we can actually run water. Okay. Um, that's important. That's important. But I mean, all that, the, the, it's been plumbed. It's just got to be finished. And okay. so. I don't know. I feel like they did the lighting last week. So I feel like maybe we'll be finished end of next week. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take that countertop to come in. I don't know. You know, I don't know how quickly they'll get that done. But anyway. Okay. Okay. 
but you're close. You're so it's better. You can see or, the light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. I can okay. because the, the shower's finished and we had a huge pile of, of debris in our driveway where they, you know, where they were tearing out and mixing grass, like just, and they came and cleaned all that up on Saturday. Uh-huh. So yeah, I feel like we're, I feel like we're a lot closer than, than we were two weeks ago when we were horrified that the, <laughs> that the corners yes. didn't match up on the shower. So, um, so hopefully, you know, it'll be soon. At this point, it's going to be such a luxury to have our own bathroom. You know what I mean? Like well, it's yeah. Because it's, it's been a minute that we've been sharing one with Alex. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really nice. I did this past weekend on Saturday morning. I woke up and I was like, this whole house is crazy. Yeah. But I'm going to get this end of the house in shape, meaning just like the kitchen and the den. I'm just going to get the kitchen and the den in yeah. shape and, and breakfast room. So that at least one part of it feels like it's not just overrun with junk and mail and mm-hmm. laundry and all that kind of stuff. Because we don't have anywhere to put our towels right now. Uh, you know what I mean? Like oh, everything yes. in the bathroom is all around the house. And so I washed and folded and washed and folded and washed and folded. And I cleaned the sink and like I just I threw out a bunch of mail that had piled up and Anyway, I kind of got that part. I went and bought flowers at Trader Joe's because I always love it when I have flowers on our breakfast room table and when I have greenery next to my sink. And so I did all of that and it made me feel a little more sane. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So we'll get there um, eventually, I suppose. Yes, so, you will. So they say. So they say. Yeah, you will. You will. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving, it'll be all a distant memory. You'll be, you'll be showering in your own shower, and you'll say it was all worth it. We'll see. We did have this past Friday night. We had a a very exciting football game. We okay. played. We played a very good undefeated six A team that's right outside of Birmingham uh-huh. and um, and it was that kind of thing where they're not in our region, but, but we were tied for first place in our region. So if we beat them, we would, we would go to first place in our region. So that was, so it was like a tiebreaker. I don't okay. know, common, common opponent thing. So, um, and it was, it was a defensive showdown, which, you know, I enjoy a defensive battle. It was a game of field position, a game where punts Mm. were critical. And, and we really like going into it. Like this team has a a guy who signed with Alabama as a running back. He's so, so talented, but he is injured. So he was unable Mm. to play. Anyway, all that to say, we scored a touchdown right before the half and we're up seven to nothing at the half and nobody scored in the second half and we won the game. And no, you're kidding. We went to the game seven to nothing. It's like ye olden days. Like yeah. seven to nothing. Wow. It was fantastic. And so at the end of the game, you will appreciate this. At the end of the game, it's um, Hueytown has the ball and it's fourth and, and I can't remember fourth and whatever. And they pass and the pass, but like pass drops to the ground. And so that's it. We're going to get the ball back. That's going to be the end of the game. But before all that happened, that whole series, Alex Hudson was, he, he seemed to feel some personal responsibility about the crowd being hyped Mm -hmm. in that moment. So there was a lot, I feel like of what he has seen in years past on the Mississippi state sidelines that sort of poured out of him which I, I loved, but I was so proud of those boys. And I was actually talking to one of Alex's friends today um, at lunch. Like, if you look on paper, you think, well, I'm not sure why this team is good. Like, not that they don't have, yes. well, not that we don't have good athletes, but like, just that we're not as big as other teams. We're not as fast as yeah. other teams. Um, we we don't have a, like a ton of of D1 signees like other teams, but they uh-huh. have the sweetest little chemistry and it's so fun to yeah. watch them. And so anyway, that was delightful. So now because of that, we're home for playoffs. And oh, um, nice. Mm-hmm, I know. And so okay. I don't know. It's just, it's so fun. Okay. That's so fun. I know. So it, that's all we talk about pretty much in our house right now. Alex talks oh. about playoffs nonstop and who we're playing and who they've played and what their record is. And, um, but it was so fun to see them win that game. I just, 
I don't know. It's the best. I love that. It's funny because we were just, we were actually talking about chemistry on sports teams today and how that is an intangible thing. Like you either have it or you don't. And it's such a crucial component because when you have it, you can do amazing things with a less talented group of athletes. Um, But I've seen teams that have the most amazing athletes that cannot get it together because they lack that chemistry. Yeah, it's the, I mean, and I think that this is the first time I've seen it to this degree since Alex has been playing sports. Like, you know, you've seen it. I mean, I've seen it in, in state teams over the years. I've seen it in our high school teams over the years. But but where I see how it affects Alex, like in the day to day, you know, uh-huh. the first, and so it really is that thing when you have leadership on a team that is selfless and encouraging and nobody's nobody is consumed with trying to be the star. Yeah. Um. I don't know. And they just, the way they root for each other, it just makes me so happy. It's everything I love about teamwork and leadership. And um, it's, it's just been the biggest blast. So here's what I'm going to say to, to, to all of you young moms who are listening, who are worn out with driving those youngins to practices (laughs) or to, to their lessons for whatever it is that they love to do. It's worth it. It really is. Like it's, it's so worth it. It's a hundred percent. Like I just, yep. I'm, I, I love it. I love, I love seeing Alex love it, you know, and I love seeing yeah. his friends love it. And so I love seeing how this team has, has kind of come together and mm-hmm. um, it's going to be fun to see what they do in the, in the playoffs. Okay. I love that. Well, and mm-hmm. I think sports is such a, that's such a good word because I think as we've talked about Caroline and I feel like over the last couple of weeks is it's really been like, no, I want to go to A&M no matter what. And so all mm-hmm. of a sudden that takes college soccer off the table, probably more. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but it's become, but, uh, but we've talked a lot about like we wouldn't trade these years for anything mm-hmm. because of all the lessons she's learned and the people she's met and the experiences she's had. And just, it's taught her about so much more than just playing soccer. Like there's, there's a whole bigger picture there that goes beyond if they ever pursue that thing beyond high school. Um, yeah. That just, you just can't, you, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like it's just, it's brought her some of the best experiences and hard lessons too. Like it's brought the good and the bad along the way um, in terms of things that she's needed to learn about life and working together and teamwork and supporting each other and toxic relationships and all that stuff. Yeah. And I, listen, I here's maybe what will do somebody some good to hear. In this varsity game this past week that we won seven to nothing, Alex did not play one down. He did not mm-hmm. he did not he did not play in that game at all. It did not diminish <laughs> it did not diminish his joy at all. Mm-hmm. Like because the I don't know, there's there's just something about being a a part of that and the people that you've been with day in and day out at practice since you know, they worked out all summer. They've been in practice yeah. since August. And, um, you know, like one of the guys on the team got the Birmingham player of the week this week. And he, we found out today and he was so excited for him. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, um, it's just the reward of being a part of something bigger than yourself. And yeah, it's a ton of fun. It's so fun. So anyway, I'm okay. really proud of them. I just, there's just a lot of grit and, and, and sacrifice and toughness on that team and a lot of good leadership. And I'm super proud of those boys. So okay, go well, Lions. Well, we had, we also went, well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you that Friday, I knew that my weekend was off to a good start because the first thing that greeted me in my inbox was that Anthropology had 40% off all sweaters. Yes, ma'am. I with, saw that. With free shipping. And so there had been a sweater that I had had my eye on for low, many weeks that I okay. pulled the trigger on and ordered. I'm super excited about it. Um, so we can link to that in the show notes, but it's just this navy and gold. It's super cute. It has a hood. Um, and so I had had my eye on it for a while. So I ordered that. So that's really started my weekend off great. Um, it also helped that it was cold. So it made me think I'm really going to need yes. this sweater. And and I think it's going to come in tomorrow when like the high is like 90 degrees, but that's okay. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get that's to okay. wear it at some point. It, it'll, it'll come around for me. So that was that. And then Friday night we went to our high school football game, which was a game that they really needed to win if they were going to have a chance to go to the playoffs. And we did not mm-hmm. win. 
Um, oh, it's just, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. We're, we've had some struggles this year. It's fine. So, um, but Caroline lived her best life because she wore, it was pajama night was the theme night. And so she, yes. wore, her, she wore her cow onesie. Um, oh, to the game. And so Perry and I would get so tickled because we could look down from where we were to the student section and we could see her and it had kind of been shoved up at the front of her closet. And so to see our little cow up there jumping around with one of her horns going the wrong direction <laughs> was really. <laughs> I'm just sad that Caroline and Alex don't go to high school together because he has a unicorn onesie. So the unicorn see, and the cow no. could have gone to the game together. We really have missed an opportunity there. We've missed him. I know. I know. Yeah. So her friend, uh, her friend, uh, Lily wore a zebra onesie. Um, and then they had a couple of other girls with them that wore different onesies, but then they also took some videos pregame where Caroline, she had a big soccer game Saturday morning, but she showed me where they had taken all these slow motion videos of different girls pretending to ball up and be the moon. So she could be the cow (laughs) jumping over them and she could do like this front tuck and roll. And I'm going to tell you that gymnastics isn't our gift. And as I watched these videos later, I thought, I'm so glad I didn't know that was going on because I would have had a coronary knowing that she had this big soccer game the next day and that she was just, you know, jumping over the moon and, mm-hmm. oh, but it, it all worked out. Um, so that was our Friday night. Oh, but we did have a moment. So it was our last home game of the season and they're tearing down our stadium because they're redoing it. Um, so as soon as football's over, they're tearing down the home stands and they're going to redo the whole thing. Um, but I guess it's a senior tradition that the band, when the senior members of the band finish their halftime show, they leave their shoes on the field. And so they announce oh, this over okay, the loudspeaker. That just, that just gave right? me chill bumps. I know they leave their shoes on the field because they know that their other people will come along. But I looked at Perry and I said, it's just like Tim Riggins after the Panthers won state. I've got chill <laughs> bumps. Oh, my word. But I thought, oh, if I were a band mom and I had to watch my kid leave their shoes on the field, I'm like, that's like some sort of emotional, like, sabotage or something. Oh, that's just the rest of the weekend in the bed (laughs) is all that is. That's just, that's just, that's reclining your seat all the way back while somebody (laughs) drives you home. And then they have to offer you assistance to get into your house. Right. That would put I me mean, down. I mean, after all the band practices and the band performances and driving people to band and cheering for the band and fundraisers for the band. And then there's your little kid. There's your senior just leaving their shoes on the field. I was like, I can't. I can't even. Listen, and that, nobody works harder than band parents. Like, that's oh. the real. Uh-huh. That's the real story of high school. Nobody works harder than band parents. I thought about it this weekend. They load that. They load a tractor trailer pretty uh-huh. much every week with xylophones and drums, yeah, and the stand for the drum major and all that stuff. And they have to wheel all that stuff on the. I mean, like they work like crazy every yep. single game. And then you're going to let their child leave their shoes on the field. Leave their Good. shoes on the field i know well and really nobody works harder than band kids i mean those band kids are out there when nobody else is out there i mean they're out there all day in the blazing sun doing the whole thing i mean i just i have nothing but respect for the band and the band parents because that is a beating i mean that's just that's a lot so um anyway so that was set so friday night we did that we went to the game then saturday morning caroline had her soccer game which they won so that was super exciting we were happy for her. Um, and then, but she got a terrible cramp like towards the end and like dropped to the field and grabbed her leg and started crying, which she really doesn't do. And so mm. that, that set me back. Um, and I was so relieved when it was just a cramp. Um, and so we had that. And then she had a soccer car wash for school soccer that afternoon and did that. And then Saturday night, I went to go see Jackson, Gully's oldest son, who's a senior. I went to watch his football game. Um, I know. So I sat out in the cold two different Friday nights, watched football. Um, So I got to see Jackson play because it was his last game will be this week because they aren't going to make it to the playoffs either. And so I went and did that. And then Sunday, our friends, some friends of ours that Perry hunts with and we've been friends with for a million years, um, invited us to go to the Spurs game. And they have like floor seats. So So I'm delighted by this. Mm-hmm. Listen, 
you know, I've said I'm not really a Spurs fan. I mean, I'm just basketball is just not really my thing. But I'm going to say that this experience, I told them at the end of the night, and I said, now this is how I would like to do this. I could be a basketball (laughs) fan. Because Mm -hmm. this is the way I like to do it. Like, essentially, you walk in, you go right to your seats. I mean, I was close enough that like, like, there was somebody that was like trash talking Dwight Howard, who plays for the Lakers behind us. And like, he could hear him while he was trying to do his free throw and like told the ref on the guy in the stands. It was like Mm -hmm. saying stuff like, that's how close you are. Like, you're right there. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, LeBron Mm -hmm. James was like right in front of me, which I think is cool. That is Um, really cool. It was really cool. And so, but then I was also excited because, okay, so for the Lakers, so the Spurs were playing the Lakers. Um, Alex Caruso, who played for A&M and whose dad I used to know, I guess I still know, I just haven't seen him in 30 years, but he worked for the athletic department at A&M when I was there and I knew him and it was before Alex was even born, but Alex went on to play basketball for A&M and then he was picked up by the Lakers and he now plays for the LA Lakers. It was crazy. So it was super fun to get to see him. The world's a peanut. I know. So it was, I mean, he wouldn't know me from Adam, but he, it was fun to watch him play and to just be like, that's just bizarre that like, here he is playing with LeBron James. So, but I'm going to tell you that the highlight of the night was when we got in our seats and I sat down and I was kind of looking around because, you know, when you're in that, you're kind of like, well, who's around us, you know, because sure. yeah. there's going to be some people. So I kind of start looking around and I'm going to tell you that like directly across from me, and you couldn't miss him because he was in a purple satin Lakers warm up suit with Snoop Dogg. Listen, and I, I would looked, have had I would have had zero cool. Zero oh, cool. I was so excited. I go, oh my god, there's Snoop Dogg. Then the best part was is Caroline was home. I checked my phone just to see, and Caroline has texted me in all caps. Oh my gosh, Snoop Dogg's at the game. You have to find him. And so I was like. So then you walked across the court going, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Dog. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did. Mm. Um, got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, but then our friend that we were with, so then we left. So I laughed because his wife watches, she's, she watches basketball like I do. She's like, look, we have to leave to go back to the club room before the second quarter ends so that we can make sure that we get the desserts and so oh. get a table in the desserts and I was like sign me up so we left right before but then they made the comment they said well really the first two rows are the people that get to come back here so there's a good chance Snoop Dogg may be back here and if you think that I had not geared up I was like there aren't a lot of celebrities that I would walk up and introduce myself to and ask to have a picture with just because that's just not in my comfort zone. Like I don't like doing stuff like that. And I feel really uncomfortable, but I was prepared to suck up every single ounce of confidence I had to go walk up to Snoop Dogg and say, Plazanet Earth really has changed my life. And I would like to have my picture with you, please. (laughs) Mr. Dog, Mr. Dog, do you mind taking a picture with me? Um, But anyway, it did not, he did not come in. But listen, if you went to college in the 90s, like that, he is iconic. I right? feel like, yes. I mean, he um, th- he is a real celebrity to me. <laughs> like, because I don't know, he was, he was such a big deal. He was everything. I know Snoop Dogg. I mean, I, and I looked at Perry and I said, you need to know if he comes back here, I'm going up to him and asking if I can get a picture with him. And it's going to be the screensaver on my phone from now until forever. Like forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. That is going to be who I am. I'm going to be that person that says, let me tell you about that time I met Snoop Dogg. But it was not meant to be. It didn't happen. But mm-hmm. I did get a so screenshot sorry. of him on my phone. It's okay. It's all right. But it was all that to say, that was a delightful way to watch a basketball game. I would totally yes. do that again. Um I like sitting there. I like the people watching because then you also have the people. There were a couple of people that are on the front row and they're wearing like mirrored sunglasses inside. And you're kind of like, are they somebody or are they just wearing sunglasses inside? Because I don't recognize you, you know, but I don't know. I told Perry, I said, if we ever do this again, you need to wear some mirrored sunglasses. So people sit and look and go, is that somebody? It could be somebody. That's exactly. You too. You need to do it too. I always think though, like you can't, you can't see. Like, why do you well, no. want to make the game dark? I don't understand. That, that's it. I mean, it just, it makes no sense to me. 
I guess just because you want to look cool, but you don't you care that much it about it. It like an attention grab. I could not agree more. We were real. He had on real bright blue shoes and mirrored sunglasses and we could not figure mm. out because he wasn't anybody that we readily knew. So, um, which isn't mm. saying much. I mean, he could be some huge, you know, rap star named like Lil Wagon or something. And we just didn't know it, but we didn't know who he was. <laughs> Just say little wagon. <laughs> Listen, which may be why I'm not a rap star. <laughs> it could work. I don't know. It could work. Hey, y'all, it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about simple contacts. Listen, there are a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses should not be one of them, and Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. So if you're on your couch, you can reorder your contacts. If you're in an airport, you can reorder your contacts. If you're at your office, guess what? You can reorder your contacts. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. It's so simple, y'all. The Simple Contacts vision test is self-guided. It takes less than five minutes takes so much less time than if you have to make an appointment and get to the eye doctor, take time off, sit in the waiting room. This test is designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews for Simple Contacts speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the app store. And you can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person if you need some help. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you don't have to shop around. And the vision test is only $20. Plus, the contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we have a special promotion for our listeners of the Big Boocast. Y'all, I did not understand how this could work, but sure enough, I stood right here in my office. I took a vision test somebody looked over that vision test they confirmed my prescription and my contacts were on the way really is a time saver so for twenty dollars off your first simple contacts order all you have to do you go to simplecontacts.com slash big boo 20 or use the promo code big boo 20 at checkout that's simplecontacts.com slash bigboo2020 or enter the promo code bigboo20 at checkout for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order. Now, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Simple Contacts will only test that your current prescription helps you to see 2020. They don't write new prescriptions. They don't examine eye health. But this is a great way to make sure that your prescription is accurate and to renew your contact lens orders. I'm a fan. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to pop in at the end of the ad to let you know that at the end of this episode, there's going to be a little special feature. About 10 minutes from our most recent Patreon Q&A episode, if you have not joined us over at Patreon, we would love to have you there. It's been so fun. It's just $5 a month, and that $5 gets you two additional episodes every single month. One is a Closer Look episode where we talk about a topic that we are really into at the moment, and then the second episode is a Q&A where we answer your questions. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you so much for being willing to listen to low even more of the two of us and if you're not a patreon subscriber well come on over it's pretty simple you just go to patreon.com slash big boo that's patreon.com slash big boo and at the end of this episode you'll hear a little bit of what you will find over there Alrighty, y'all here we go back to episode 159 now, because it's November now, finally, and, it, you know, I was so happy that I finally got to wear a coat to a game this past weekend. Yes. I was so happy to get my coat and my gloves. Um, but I have started thinking about the holidays a little bit. Have you have you started at all? I mean, I have a little bit in that I have felt resentment in my heart towards people <laughs> on Instagram that already have 14 trees up and decorated in their house. Sure. Yeah. Um, it just, it feels 
it feels early, but um, I have a little bit just in terms of assessing, like, what am I going to need for the holidays? What are we doing for the holidays? I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have, and I think it's probably... I don't know. It's probably tied into the fact that the house has been such a wreck now going on seven weeks. So I have a little bit of like, oh, when this thing is clean again, it's on. Like, it's going to be a very Griswold Christmas around here. Uh, But really, I've been thinking about Thanksgiving, about Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to cook this year. And so I've thought about like, what do I want to cook? What's because I'm never going to cook a turkey. I know. That's what I was going to say. What's the main dish at the Hudson House this week, this Thanksgiving? I I don't know. Like, so I've been kind of puzzling on that, kind of wanting to get that settled in my head. Um, I told David at one point, I thought maybe I wanted to do chicken divan. It's something that mama, she didn't make it for Thanksgiving, but it was kind of one of her dishes that we all loved. And so I kind of thought about doing Uh that. Um, I've also thought, I mean, I I don't know. I've thought about a, a bunch of different stuff, but. I'm kind of leaning to like chicken divan, butter beans, squash casserole, rolls, that kind mm. of. And I also talked about though doing instead of doing turkey, doing chicken and dressing. Um, mm, that would be good. So I don't know. I just I can't really land on what what seems like it would be the the best. But I, it's been a while since I cooked Thanksgiving lunch so I have been thinking about it because you know I like to be real organized about that because I don't like to have to make last minute runs to the grocery store so yeah now you know we last year because we're and we're going to be in the same boat this year so you know we've started our own we have a Shanksgiving that we do usually the Tuesday before Thanksgiving or Wednesday because we have to leave for soccer um Mm -hmm. and we did last year I made dressing and Perry we grilled quail and lobster that went with our mm. uh, dressing. And I'm going to tell you, it was fantastic. I think that's going to be our plan again this year. Well, that's kind of where the chicken and dressing was appealing to me because I thought, yeah. you know, and now I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do quail because we don't have any. Um, but and I, I bet you could do, get them. You don't think Fresh Market would have quail? I've never seen quail. I've never seen I, quail at Fresh Market. I, I'm going to tell you why I like a quail because it's okay. like a, it's a smaller, less chickeny, chicken <laughs> because it's a quail first of all therefore less chicken less chickeny because it doesn't have it's like you've got like a quail breast but it's not like a chicken you know chicken can just be so chickenish and <laughs> indeed. i feel like quail quail indeed. is a, it's another it's a good alternate white meat I'm just gonna say because you can really season it and it's small enough that you can really mm-hmm. eat like probably two or three quail it is sitting I don't know I'm if you can't find it you can't find it I'm just saying it might be worth a try if you could find it yeah I've really have never seen that at fresh market now they okay. could surprise me and have some in the back but I've never mm-hmm. I've never seen never seen a quail or a dove or a okay. duck never seen any of those you don't really eat well, dove, though, I know. But <laughs> no. Well, we eat dove. We do eat dove. Oh, y'all we, do eat dove? Yes, you do eat dove. Yeah, you can. Ugh. You can Not okay. the kind that are in your backyard. I, I mean, know. I guess technically they are. I just have to disassociate. These are ones that come from the ranch. <laughs> these, are, these are special. These are special quail that only, <laughs> only fly in, in rural areas. They don't actually. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's it. It's a very um, specialized, um, mm-hmm. but then, but then I don't know how a quail would differ from say like a Cornish game hen. Right. Right. And I feel like I may have tried to cut Cornish game hens maybe once. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm always worried I'm going to get them. It's all, it's going to be dry because you know, yeah. they're small and all that kind of stuff. But I did think I could do shrimp. Like I just, I'm mm. not going to, I'm not a lobster person really. Although I would okay. love it grilled, I think. It's good grilled. I could, I could do shrimp. I could do, I don't know. I don't know. I've got okay. to think through it. Okay. Um, and then I have thought through, because last year when I took Christmas down, I, I got rid of a lot of my old decorations that I was just like, and I am tired of this. I don't, yes. I don't want this anymore. And so I've kind of thought, tried to think through a little bit about how I'm going to decorate my house for Christmas. Okay. Plus I've got an orange door now, you know, it's like a whole. Know. A you whole could do thing. like a retro, like a retro kind of like a disco Christmas. Oh, a disco Christmas. I'd do a <laughs> no. disco Christmas. 
Well, I, mean, I was in a pretty. store over the it would be pretty. I was in a store over the weekend that had a lot of really pretty felt ornaments and I thought, oh, I like that feel. That feels kind of 70s-ish to me. And so I don't know. I'll work it out, but but I'm thinking through it. Like I, I okay. maybe it's not a bad thing that I've kind of been taken <clears throat> out of my domestic habits for the last little bit because I really am feeling motivated for yeah. making everything memorable and merry. So Okay. I think that's good. I know I need to get a new, I have some newer ornaments that I had bought um, like two years ago, but I need a new wreath for my front door is one of the mm-hmm. things that I'm, cause I have one and it's, it's old. I bought it probably 10 years ago and it's cute, but it's all red and white and it doesn't really go like now. I feel like on the inside, a lot of my decorations are like hot pink and red and bright green and turquoise. Mm-hmm. Like I do all those colors. Yes. Um, and, and so my wreath, it doesn't feel like it goes. Um, and then of course I'll have to, at some point, figure out our outdoor Christmas light situation. No, I can't get into that right now. We just finished okay. sanding our Island, you know, <laughs> right. You gotta, um, you, you gotta, gotta soak in all that glory. Yeah. You do have to pace yourself. Um, yeah. now I, I found over the weekend, there was a, a lipstick I was interested in. This is a hard, right. But I was, there's okay. a lipstick I was interested in. So I went to Sephora and I bought the lipstick. It was also a time for me to get my moisturizer and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I sent you a screenshot of it last night because it is yeah. a treasure, this lipstick. Okay, I'm in. I am so in. It is the, it's Too Faced Natural Nude um, Lipstick. And this the shade I got is Overexposure. But it's hard for me because I have a lot of pink undertones in my skin. It's hard for Mm -hmm. me to find a good nude lipstick because so many times those have yellowy or orangey undertones. And so I look like, I don't, I don't know. I look like I I overshot the mark in terms of my shade. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I love this one because it is really muted, but it's, it's got some good saturation. But the best part of it is it's made with cocoa butter. So it feels like, like the best like a really soothing balm you're putting on okay. your lips, but it's got yeah. lasting color and I really like it. Like I thought, oh, how many of these will we go through this winter? Yeah. I really like it. And all the all the colors were beautiful. I mean, you know, there was a yeah. whole array of, of colors that would be considered kind of a nude color, just varying intensities. But I really mm-hmm. like it. I'm real carried away with it. Okay. Highly recommend Okay. I think I'm going to get some because I like a good moisturizing. Okay. I like a good moisturizing lipstick in the winter because I do feel like my lips stay dry so much with all the the heat and the dry air. Yes. So that, that was my, that was my fun find at Sephora. I actually saw it for the first time because it popped up on Instagram because somehow Instagram knows, I don't know how it knows, but it knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, when I went to see it in person, I was like, Oh, I think I will like this. And I do. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give that a whirl. I'm in. Um, I, I'm trying to think I have not really tried. I don't have any new beauty products to report on right now. That is shocking. It is shocking. I really have had, it's been a bad week for my face because something, I don't mean to get too personal, but something in my late 40 hormonal cycle has gone awry. Um, We had things happening that weren't supposed to be happening, and that caused my face to break out, and it's basically like I'm a 14-year-old, except without the fresh face and the (laughs) wrinkle-free skin. I know, it's been really bad. I'm so sorry. Well, and I don't know why. I know. Several people have left us messages on Instagram, or I feel like I've even gotten an email about it, who have wanted us to to talk about Jamie Golden's mask that she got, which you saw that oh. in her September, October f- favorites, I'm assuming, that she bought the big, like, official Dr. Grace mask. Oh, yeah. I did see it. And I felt I felt envy in my heart because I, too, would like to buy that mask. So if y'all didn't see it on Jamie's Instagram, it looks like a Halloween mask, only it has <laughs> different kinds of lights. So depending on what you need it to, how you need it to minister to your face, uh-huh. you turn on a different kind of light. I'm going to tell you that if if you were to be using this mask in the privacy of your home, and someone were to walk in the room, 
there would yeah. be at least some degree of terror they would experience at the sight of it. I mean, it yeah. looks like straight up Phantom at the Opera. Jason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jason from Friday the 13th. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you would have some explaining to do to your family about what you had on your face for sure. Mm-hmm. But she loves it, she says. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I've, it looks good. You know, another, I follow Kathleen Jennings beauty and she also does a lot of face stuff and she also has that mask and, and swears by it. So, um, I think it must be really good. I just, you know, I, at some point you have to ask yourself how much time (laughs) and money do you want to spend? I mean, and not, I mean, listen, you know, I will never judge anyone for how much time and money they spend on their face. I totally understand. Absolutely. I would put that mask on so fast. I'm just saying that for me, I start to go, would I really use it? Would it really be beneficial? Do I really need to, do I need to take it to that level? And I don't know. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a, that's something I have to ponder in my heart. Well, I will tell you that when I saw, because Jamie had mentioned it, I think to both of us when we were in, um, when we were in Amarillo together, but I did think when I saw her Instagram story about it, I thought, yes or no, if I walked into a hotel room, like if you and I were going to be in the same city and I walked Uh into a hotel room (laughs) and you had it on, would I be surprised? And it was a, it was an immediate strong no. No, I would not be surprised. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I, I'm for sure. I mean, like when she mentioned, like, if you wait for the Nordstrom sale and all that stuff, and I thought, you know, depending on my mood and my current self-esteem situation, I mean, I could totally see that being a purchase that I make. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, right now I was like, I just don't know that I can, I can, I mean, I wouldn't pay full price for it for sure. No. And I don't think she did. No, she didn't. And if, and to me, if I talk to Jamie, like if here's, I would like to check back in with her in six months. And say, okay. is it still worth it? That's how I okay. feel. And if at that point, if if it were if that were a yes, like still worth it, then I would be ready. I just I need like it's like the new face thing. You know, that's another one that has the little electro charge massager things and it's supposed to lift your skin and all this stuff. Like I just I wanna know, does it really make your skin that does it really make you look that much better? Yeah, I just pretty much need I, I just need some straight up surgery. Like I <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get back down to what's happening underneath my eyes right now. Like I just, I'm mm-hmm. so discouraged by it. Like, Lord, this is not necessary. Like it might be, yeah. I don't know. Maybe on some level, it's, a, but it's really not necessary for for this to be happening. I just, I don't know. It feels like a yeah. lot of really thin skin. Well, I'm going to tell you, okay, I do. I said that I didn't have a new product, and I lied because that. I didn't mean to lie, but I, okay. I, I do have something I'm looking it up on Amazon. So this was something I found and it was through Kathleen Jennings, who I do like to see what she is recommending for skin. And I ordered these because she is always, here's what I love about her. I follow her on Instagram. She is committed. Like she wears a mask, like in carpool line. Like yeah, she's she mentioned committed. that. Yes. Yeah. So she recommended these, uh, they're pure derm collagen eye zone pad patches. They're a mask wrinkle care. Um, I'm going to tell you that you get a two pack, which is, uh, a total of 60 patches. So you think that's two months worth for $3 and 59 cents. Shut up. Seriously. No, I mean, yes. And you put them under your eyes. They're just like little cloth pads that have this collagen, like whatever, and you put them under your eyes. And I will tell you that I use them yesterday before we went to the Spurs game, because just in case I had the chance to meet Snoop Dogg, of course, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. wore those eye patches. And I I do think that it plumped and filled out my eye area and made it look a little less haggard. Okay, sold. For $3.59. I mean, right? I mean, it's got to be yeah. And so the the tricky, they just come in like a little, so you have to, they're all in one pack together, but it's a Ziploc. So you can zip it back up to keep it. Um, and then you can just put them under your eyes while you are doing your hair or blow drying your hair or whatever it is you're doing. And then you just take whatever excess and you just pat after you take those off. And I do think that it, here's my thing. Is it going to magically transform your under eye area? I don't know, but for $3, is yeah. it worth it? Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, That's what I think. Yes. Is it yes. worth $3 to potentially change your life forever? Absolutely. Yes. Always. Every time. Every, Every time. time. That's a yes. Mm-hmm. Every yes. time. 
Mm-hmm. So, okay. Anyway, Sold. I'm just saying those may be worth a try. Well, we're kind of at the end, I guess, of, of this week, but but we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. And thanks for listening. And we'll have our first Patreon episode in the next week or so on um, our Closer Look episode for November. And so there's lots to look forward to podcast-wise, even if this is drawing to a close. That's right. There's still good times to be had. Good times ahead, everyone. All righty, y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, here's our next question. Um, This is from Jennifer, and she says, Sophie, what is your most favorite recipe of your mama's to make? And then she says, Melanie, as a fellow Texan, Mm -hmm. she is curious if you have a favorite go-to queso recipe. Why don't you go first? Um, I, you know, uh, to me, my, the best queso, if I'm going to make it is really, I mean, I think you can't go wrong with the Velveeta in the Rotel. And sometimes I think you can add some, um, chorizo to that or some sausage if you want to. And I think that's really good. You can add a cream, can of cream of mushroom soup. And I think that's good. And then if you go on Pinterest, which I think we did this in the notes a while back, there is a Casa Olay, um, queso, yes. which is Casa Olay is a restaurant that is all over Texas. It's a chain, but they have a good queso that's kind of different, but it's got cucumber. I mean, not cucumber. It's got celery in it and some different stuff. So it just gives it a little bit, maybe milder flavor. Um, but really a, any, any cheese is good cheese. That's right. There's a link to that Casa Ole um, queso in the, the closer look episode from this month. And I can put it in, in oh. there again for this. Okay. One, but, and there you have it. Um, okay. As far as my most favorite recipe of my mom is to make. Okay. I have a few. Um, my probably my favorite thing to make is her pound cake because I don't like to bake, but I love uh-huh. to make Mama's pound cake, and it's it's one of those things where every single time when I make it, I feel like I can I, I know exactly what she would be saying to me as I as I measure it out, or even when I put the butter out because it needs to get soft ahead of time, or put the eggs out because they need to come to room temperature. Like I I can hear Mama's voice the whole time when I'm making that, uh-huh. and when they when they come out great, like I just feel like well she is just well pleased so yeah i love to make her pound cake i love to make her her mama's chocolate pudding recipe um that we also use as a chocolate pie filling like Mm. if my nephews are coming to town i better make that chocolate that i make some chocolate pies it is our favorite comfort food dessert sometimes alex will just say you know will you will you please make mamaw's chocolate pudding because mamaw is my grandmother um so I love to make that. That feels like one of those mm-hmm. things that's gotten passed down, you know, over a couple of generations. Mm-hmm. And then probably my favorite savory thing to make is Mama's Chicken Divan. I think I'm actually going to do that for Thanksgiving this year just because I haven't made it okay. in a while. And it's another one of those things where when I get it right, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm doing something that she would love to see me do. I Also, mm-hmm. she, Mama had this recipe for zucchini soup, which sounds weird. But, um, but she would make it in the fall. And I, last weekend when we were driving to Stratville, I was like, I am going to make that zucchini soup at some point. It's delicious. Um, but she loved fall meals and super comforting, savory, warm food. And so, Mm -hmm. um, chicken and dumplings is another thing. I don't make mine exactly like she did, but whenever I make chicken dumplings, chicken and dumplings, I feel like mama would say, you know that a girl i taught you how okay. to do that okay so i did yeah I, I love to cook the stuff that she made and i especially love to cook that stuff for my extended family because um it's just a lot of sweet memories attached to it so yeah i get it i get it i love that mm-hmm. i love that i think that's very sweet um okay so our next question is by from melissa And she said that she would love to know ways that we found to stay connected to our spouses during the little kid years. Um, She's got two toddlers. They both work full time. It feels like we're barely maintaining a relationship. Every conversation we have is about meals, transportation of the children or parenting. Mm. Hang in there, Melissa. Yeah, it's it's a season. That's what I will say. It's a season of life that feels like forever when you're going through it, but you get on the other side of it and you're going to have so much time with your spouse (laughs) at some point. Just so much time. And so (laughs) 
I mean, it's a lot of time ahead, Melissa. Yeah. It, yeah, it's funny because somebody asked the other day, they were like, is it so weird to think Caroline's going to be gone in a year and a half? And Perry's like, she's gone now. Like, it's you really see how God prepares you because it's like once the driver's mm-hmm. license hits, it's just different. It's, you know, she's she's gone and she's doing her own thing and, and we're home. So, um, but I think that you just, I think the thing is, is you have to be intentional. I think during yeah. those years, it just takes more work and you have to be intentional. And it's, you know what, find yourself a good babysitter. I mean, yeah. ask around find somebody who can come keep the kids like make yourself. Cause I think it's easy to get lulled into thinking we don't need to have a date night. We're fine or whatever. And listen, if you don't have any money, it doesn't matter. Go sit somewhere, go get a cheap bottle of wine and go sit at a park together and <laughs> catch up. I mean, whatever. Like and, you're 15 and again. Hope, hope there's no patrolman walking around. You just sitting in the park well, drinking wine. But well, I'm just saying, I know, go I have know a pic- exactly. pack a sandwich. Just it doesn't have to be fancy. I think when people say date night, it doesn't have to be fancy. It's like you ju- it really is just intentional so that you get to have a conversation. Yeah, I think that I remember when Alex was that age and I would go into every school year and I would look at my 11th graders and think, who would like to babysit for us this year? Um, yes, because um, and I always was so thankful to have sort of an endless supply of babysitters but you do it's worth the paying a babysitter to to get out even for a couple of hours um even if you go to uh just go to a coffee shop on another side of town where everything doesn't look the same um change your environment a little bit but you really it's it's super helpful to have that time away um david and i have always tried to travel by ourselves mm-hmm. and it got difficult there was a, a, a kind of a phase where that got difficult just when like after I went back to work full-time and all that kind of stuff but as as much as you can and I would say this like as, as you gear up for Christmas and your family members start saying like what do you want for Christmas ask them mm-hmm. for some gift cards <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know really yeah. to find your date night like some to the movies or I can remember one time when Alex was little and we went to the movie which I don't love going to the movie. I mean, as much as, as David does, he would go every weekend. Um, but I remember getting back in the car and us talking about the movie. And I was like, oh, like we used to talk yes. about stuff like this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just forget because you kind of get out of that um, pattern. But I get it. Like, I feel like now, I mean, you can still do the same thing. You can still you can essentially have what a friend of mine calls a business meeting, you know, where you're just kind of comparing calendars and transportation strategies. Um, So it, you you really do have to intentionally, I think, take yourself out of that environment and, um, and just move somewhere else without your children and your kids will be better for it. Your kids will be better for for the the time that you, you make to, to spend away from them. And then your kids probably aren't far. They're four and three. So they're not far from, from, a period of time when they'll probably have they'll have play dates they'll have birth you're not far from drop-off birthday parties that suddenly opens up time mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I, that was that was such a wonder yeah. to me like when i dropped yeah. alex off at a birthday party went back home you know yeah and suddenly yeah. you're like well i guess we yeah. can have us a date yeah yeah so, we've got time mm-hmm. yeah yeah, practices, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there were a lot of times when Caroline had soccer practice and it was like Perry and I could like go eat dinner while she was at soccer practice or whatever. I just, I think, but I do think you have to be intentional about it. And I think it does take more work when your kids are that age, but I will say that it's worth the work because the thing is, is those kids, and I had people tell me this and I was like, eh, it's forever away. But I'm telling you, those kids get older and they leave and you do not want to look up at your husband and be married to a stranger. I mean, you want to stay connected to that person. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I don't know if any of that was helpful, Melissa. Um, but I would <laughs> say this, judging by your kids' ages, I would say you've probably got two more years of this. And then you're going to move mm-hmm. into a whole new phase where you're going to find that yeah. there is way more time built into your days than you even realized. Um, even once both your kids get into school, you know, you and your husband go to lunch together. I can't, like, when I... Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't remember specifically what age Alex was, but it must have been like dropping him off at a practice or somewhere. And I remember calling David and going, said, you, you want to like, you want to meet at a restaurant or something? Um, so it, it really is. It's a short season, but it's, it's so tiring that it feels like it's endless. Bye.
Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.